Hi there, my name is Isabel Silverio, entrepreneur, feminist, dog mom, and founder of Guava Empowerment. And this is a Guava Girl podcast, where we empower women to think entrepreneurially and creatively so they may lead the extraordinary life they never thought possible. I am so thrilled that you found my podcast and I cannot express how thankful I am that you're here. So welcome to the Guava Girl podcast. I started my company from a janitor's closet of a tiny apartment to help women like you unlock their potential of creating the lifestyle and career of their dreams. Let me share with you this. Here you'll find the good, the bad, and most importantly, the real inside look of what it's like to work for yourself and feel empowered by doing it. We talk about growing your following on social media, building a personal brand, and what it is like being a woman in startup culture. This is the Guava Girl Podcast, so let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Guava Girl Podcast. In this episode, I'm so excited to introduce to you to my friend, Miss Jodi Edwards. Jodi is an online business coach and visibility queen. Her business is The New Hustle, a business strategy and personal development brand helping entrepreneurs build wildly profitable businesses in a flow state. Jodi helps entrepreneurs build aligned systems and strategies so they can gain visibility on and offline. Her mission is to empower entrepreneurs entrepreneurs worldwide to share their message and get paid for it. I'm super excited because in this episode, Jodi goes through her own method of how she gives these um, her clients this incredible transformation using a unique method called the flow formula. Now, before we get into this episode, it is super important that we give a major shout out to this week's Guava Girl of the Week. This special person leaves a review on the iTunes podcast app, preferably a five-star review. Last week, it wasn't really like that, but leaves a five-star review on the Guava Girl podcast app, a written review, and leaves her Instagram handle. So, um, sorry, I had to like take a breather there. I felt like I was talking for a, oof, and I was just not breathing. Let me just, I went on a run today, guys. I'm trying to get out of the house. I'm self quarantining, which is just another way of saying me staying at home all the time, which is what I do all the time. But anyways, shout out to our major sponsor, The Classy Network. They create amazing products for ambitiously minded individuals, specifically women. They have super cute Brahmi tops, blue blocker glasses, and some really awesome scrunchies that I have been testing on my hair, and I absolutely love them. Well, every single Guava Girl of the Week receives a free pair of Classy Blue Light Blocker glasses, but you have to leave a review. You have to leave a written review. If you don't have an iPhone, go you know, use a friend's iPhone and leave a review, write it down. And if you already left a review, try to leave one again. You know, if you weren't picked, try doing it again. Uh, we had a few people who were like, I left a review. I want to do another one. Do it again. Steal someone's phone. Go for it. Um, but this week's Guava Girl is Miss Mandy, and she writes in the iTunes podcast app. This podcast is hands down one of the best I've come across over the years. I feel like I should be collecting professional development CEUs when listening to each episode. The way in which Issa dives into each facet of online business growth, as well as the behavioral side of keeping afloat while working to grow your business is incredible. I always leave each episode with a brain explosion. <laughs> she gives all the golden nuggets and never holds anything back. Love your authenticity and realness across all platforms, Issa. Keep crushing it. Love you. Love you too. And her Instagram is the behavior muse. That is T H E. 
B-A-H-A-V-I-O-R-M-U-S-E. Thank you so much, Mandy. I appreciate your review. And if you got a pair of uh, classy blue blocker glasses, so we'll be reaching out to you. And um, if you want a free pair, go leave a review on the iTunes podcast app. Go ahead and screenshot the fact that you're listening to this episode and tag me and Jody. Now let's go into this incredible, thoughtful, and insightful, and valuable conversation. Hi, Jody. It's so nice to have you on the show today. Hi, Isabella. Thank you so much for having me. So excited to be here. Of course. I really just want to dive into it with you, everyone. Perk up your ears. There's about to be some major information droplets being dropped. And I just want to first start with, tell us what you do in terms of visibility coach. What does it mean to work on your visibility and how does that benefit the lives of your audience and of your clients? Yes, absolutely. So just so you guys have some context, let me give you a little bit of backstory because visibility, like I'm like the visibility queen on Instagram. So it really started when I was born in Jamaica, moved to America and went through my whole life just feeling like the poor, overweight immigrant girl, just like we were super broke, poverty, eating rice from a pot, literally so poor. Like I can't even explain that. And that story followed me for the longest time where I just felt like I was not enough, that I didn't want to be seen, that I wanted to take up the smallest amount of space possible. And so dance became a really big part of my life with movement and expanding your body and things like that. And so my story of visibility really started from when I realized that I had a message to share, but I was dimming my own light. Like I was not even wanting to become visible, but I also wanted to connect and I wanted all these different things. Um, Fast forward to becoming an influencer and just learning how to get brands to work with you. And then of course, becoming a business coach, trying to get clients to work with you. It was so important that I became visible. So I had to really overcome my own limiting beliefs that, you know, I kind of have a little lisp. You can maybe hear it now. Um, I have a diaspora, which is like a little gap between your teeth. So I had my own insecurities, of course, with getting visible. But yeah, it's been like a deep-rooted transformation of now I get to show up authentically myself, you know, when my hair is a mask and my face masks or um, with my little list sometimes. And it's really cool because I know you just talked about that on your previous podcast episode. And I was like, yes, (laughs) we do, we do. But, you know, to today, it's where I can really help my clients overcome those those fears that they have when it comes to getting visible and pitching yourself, whether that's as an influencer or selling in the DMs, like all of that. Mm, Beautiful. Tell me what it means to, so just kind of going back to like the idea of visibility with so many people who are, have that fear of showing up and are questioning every single move that they're making and are not really focusing on their growth. They're still focusing on a lot of the lack, the lack of DMs of applications. Like what does it mean to be visible from a place of positivity versus kind of like showing up to show up, which happens a lot with um, beginner online entrepreneurs? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I see this all the time where we're told that we have to be on this content roller coaster of creating content all the time and showing up on live. And then there's this analysis paralysis because before we gain that confidence to go forward and share with the world what we're doing or eating for breakfast or what our workout routine looks like or behind the scenes of our business, we're probably looking at other people and saying, oh, they're doing it so well, or oh my gosh, she looks perfect, like, or he, I could never do that. And so then we don't because we're stuck in this fear of this analysis paralysis. And I'm all about building a business in flow. 
Like my unique formula is the flow formula and you have to find it, love it, observe it and work it. And so mm, that's really where that. you have to <laughs> Can you yeah. say that again? Yes. Absolutely. So I love teaching my clients the flow formula. You have to find it, love it, observe it, work it. And with that formula, you have to find the specific platform that you love showing up on. It doesn't mean that just because everyone else is doing Instagram live or Instagram stories that you have to, if you're not comfortable, there's so many different platforms that you can go live on and then upload, right? Upload to your Instagram, Mm -hmm. learning to love your, your process, your system. There's like this viral video framework you know you just introduce who you are you say what they can expect you have the hook at the end to get them to stay and then you teach your things that you're teaching all the things and then your cta your call to action so even mm-hmm. having confidence in something like that a framework that works for you is going to help you to love getting visible you know observe it observing where in the process your or I want to say tracking your KPIs, I guess, essentially, but where in your system you can identify what's working, what's not working. And to answer what you just said, can't just show up on live or show up in the DMs or show up all over these places without being able to track like what's working. Otherwise you're gonna just be showing up live and you're gonna be like, oh my gosh, no one's watching my stuff. <laughs> Jody, right. what do I do? Right. <laughs> and then working it. Like it's just kind of stepping into that role. I know you're really big on CEO embodiment. So I could definitely let you speak more on that for sure. But all of that together is going to help you do what you need to do so you can get done what you need to get done instead of standing in your own way. Instagram Live, YouTube, submitting to different articles, smaller local prints in your area. Like there's so many different ways to gain visibility. I love your coaching style and I really like how your framework is also just really relatable. Like the word, when I... Like the word flow, but everyone's talking about current state of getting the state of flow or haven't been able to flow. But when I hear you say it, it sounds so much more cool and it sounds like it, it just like perks my ears. Like with a flow method, it, it sounds like a wonderful transformational journey. Can you speak a little bit on? So, this is a Guava Girl podcast. And in this show, we are not shy to talking about having difficult conversations. Um, For me, they're not very difficult, but one of the really revolving door, I guess, of topics that we talk about is obviously CEO embodiment, Instagram growth, visibility, just owning your power, confidence, mindset. It's really all encompassing, but something that as a Cuban American woman who my family, I come from a family of immigrants. I was born and raised in Miami, Florida. I am super, super Cuban. A lot of my I've gotten some messages like, I didn't know you were Cuban, actually, because I don't have like a Miami accent, but I can turn it on whenever I want. Yes. And I think just, you know, I don't live there anymore. And I, I, I don't know. Anyways, um, let's talk about visibility and lack thereof when it comes to women of diversity in the entrepreneurship space. What's your take on that? That D word, that D word. <laughs> the D word, the D word. <laughs> the good D word? I don't know. <laughs> too far, too far. <laughs> that diversity, yes. So we both like hashtag can relate because yeah. we have, you know, different upbringings, but I'm sure we've experienced the same, I don't want to say struggle. I feel it's like a sting. Sting, yeah, exactly. Where we've been burned by the unconscious bias. And that sounds like a big mm. word. Let's unpack that where let's say you walk into a room and it's a costume party or you were told it was a costume party and you show up and maybe like something 
super slutty or super cute, mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, whichever girl you are at Halloween, it's fine. And no one else is wearing costumes. And you're in this room and you're feeling like, oh my gosh, like what is going on? And no one else looks like me. No one else is dressed like me. And that's how you're feeling by being almost excluded. Automatically, you have this own narrative in your head. And then there's the other people that are looking at you and you're probably thinking, oh, they don't understand. Or, you know, I wish they knew that I didn't get the right memo. Or they're probably thinking, why is she in costume? So that's the best way for me to explain what it feels like to grow up in a community like literally your neighborhood, your, your hometown, where you look different than everyone else, you always feel like you're not good enough or you don't belong. You don't have that sense of belonging because you don't, you're not wearing what they're wearing. And I really experienced this when I was growing up and especially in school when I went to grade school and high school because I went to a private college and private school and just had private education. So I was always the black girl like I was always that girl that was acting white quote unquote oh we're about to mm. get real into it mm-hmm. <laughs> ready. or I was the girl who you know wasn't being true to herself and all the time I was it was just all these different unconscious biases like I've been called a slave people have followed me around mm. stores thinking I was going to steal something and let's get into becoming an online business owner and just not seeing people that not seeing enough of your own race or ethnicity or background being promoted or being supported or being Mm. pushed to the forefront. So visibility for me really came full circle when I realized, hey, I want to be the change I see in the world. So I'm going to go forth and just be authentically me. And whether people accept me or not, I'm going to create my own table to sit at. I'm no longer going to be trying to sit at all these different tables. If I'm not welcome there, I'm going to have my own party where I have my own cute little table with my little decor and invite as many people as I possibly can because at my table everyone is welcome. Really quick Guava Girl, I am so excited because this is my first recording I'm ever doing from my new home in Winter Park, Florida. Me and Victor moved into our dream sanctuary and we are so excited to start this new chapter in our lives. But I'm also super excited to let you know that my best-selling launch course, Rocket Launcher Lab, is opening up doors for re-enrollment this week. Yes, we are opening up doors for the May start date. If you are looking to have the best launch ever and have a major cash injection that is going to be able to help you scale, grow, and invest in your biz, and also pay yourself for all the hard work that you do, then go ahead and check out Rocket Launcher Lab on my website, www.isabellasilverio.com slash Rocket Launcher Lab. This course has helped so many women entrepreneurs have their biggest cash months ever, and it runs for six weeks, and we're starting up in May. So if you're interested, go ahead and visit my website, www. IsabellaSilverio.com and I will see you all later. Enjoy the episode. Bye. Beautifully said. I'm, I'm sorry you had that experience growing up. I had an opposite experience. So I grew up in Miami, which like if you don't, people who listening or Jody, if you don't know, 1% of the population is actually white. So 99% of the population is either like Hispanic or black or basically those are the two ones that sum it all up. So I didn't grow up around people who didn't look like me. Everyone was just like me. And it wasn't until I moved away to go to school that it was my first experience of like, wow, I'm the only tan girl in here. And I was treated differently. I was treated differently by men who I was dating. I was treated differently from my teacher sometimes. It was just really 
And I also found myself like talking like a white girl and, and all those things. So for the other women who are listening, right, like Jody, can you speak to a little bit about how can women not of color, women not of diversity, and we're, and just to be really clear, we're speaking really on cultural diversity, right? So yeah. I'm not really speaking, I know everyone has different backgrounds. There's people who come from poverty and there's people who come from, and it's maybe not like black or Hispanic. It can be they're from Europe and you don't, you know, you don't, all these things, but so kind of take this as you want, but how can women not of color support women of color in the online space, especially in entrepreneurship? Because I have so much, so many questions on this and I try and try to educate, but I still run into the same issue of, but I don't know what to do or like, uh, I don't know. Do you have anything to say on this? Oh my gosh, a hundred percent. So it really starts with us changing the narrative. And I definitely see you doing a lot of this already and it requires two to tango. So we can put out all of this knowledge and info all the time, but it does require everyone that's involved to consume it, to do something with it, not just be like, oh my gosh, Isabella, I love that quote. Like, I'm going to put it on my Instagram story. But like, where else can we keep that conversation going in -hmm. our own personal lives or even in our own businesses? And the really amazing thing about this is when we take a look at um, different events or different online summits, even, the first thing that people who feel like they don't belong will notice is how many people here are representing me yeah or does anyone else look like me here i was recently Mm -hmm. um hosting a panel and it was myself and the other panelists and we were the only two females on this panel of five and she just straight up said it like well clearly i'm the only female besides the host here on this panel so there's a lot of work that needs to happen for companies or even ourselves, like as we're stepping into the CEO and embodying the inner CEO, running our businesses from a place of inclusion and being more aware of our own unconscious mm-hmm. biases and mm-hmm. starting like who are the 10 people on your first like Instagram highlight? Like, do they all look the same? Do they all look like you? Exactly. Like what are you, you know? what content are you consuming day in, day out? If you really want to understand, reach out, make friends with someone that looks different than you. That it really, I don't mean to like simplify it, but we're so mm-hmm. stuck thinking like, I want to be the change and what can I do? But it takes action. Like with everything I'm sure you coach your clients on too. It's just like, you know, taking imperfect action. <laughs> we're not yeah. going to fix racism in a day. We're not going <laughs> to fix any of this in, you know, maybe even a decade. But the cool thing is like our generation, people really look up to us because we're more accepting kind of. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we are, you know, we're the future essentially. Or are we still the future? Is it the generation below us now? It's the TikTok people, I think uh-huh. now. <laughs> <laughs> also sign up get on tiktok <laughs> oh boy i don't think tiktok fits with me it's not my platform is yeah, that it's... from the flow method is that it exactly there you go not my it's, cho- not... it's not my wow. chosen platform <laughs> i love this conversation and i agree and thank you for putting it so eloquently because as someone who has been really open lately and talking about diversity and inclusivity i found myself being almost like a pedestal and resource for like all people to come to me with questions. And I'm like, I do plan on seeking like formal education on systemic racism and uh, the future of like diversity and inclusivity in the business space, but that's on the list. Um, And it's challenging when you get so many questions and it's not like, I want to always 
challenge people's belief and I don't mind triggering when it comes to, um, you know, I see a lot of cultural appropriation on social media and it just comes from a place of like massive ignorance and I'm so much less tolerable of it now more than ever. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a little story um, once we wrap up the show, but anyways, thank you so much, Jody, for sharing your wisdom. Do you have one last big fat tip for the guava girls listening at home? Ooh, juicy, juicy. Okay. (laughs) So I like to end most of my trainings or just interviews with this, which is the magic is in you and you are your best resource. The answers that you are seeking, that you're looking for, whether that's to become more diverse in your thought process or to gain visibility on the gram or off the gram, instead of being stuck in analysis paralysis of how can I move forward, just really check in with yourself. Like you are your best resource. So is there someone out there that can help you? Is there someone, can you help yourself? Or are we just being lazy sometimes? You know, tough love. But yeah, the magic really is in you. Thank you so much, Jody. Where can the followers listen, find you? Where do you have anything opening up right now? Yes. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Jody K. Edwards. I'm pretty much everywhere at Jody <laughs> K. Edwards. <laughs> and then my private Facebook group, Alignment is a New Hustle Strategies for the Successful Entrepreneur. I'm all about aligning over the mind. So if you're a high vibe spiritual entrepreneur, we would vibe <laughs> very well. Come say hi. So good. Thank you so much, Jody. Bye, everyone. See ya.